Hey, Fitbitians, uh, just up front, I just wanted to say a massive, massive thank you to all the Fitbit fans who came to my uh, stand-up taping uh, with Dave Thornton. I couldn't believe how many of you rocked up. Um, so, again, a big thank you. I'm so looking forward to seeing all of you uh, at this year's festival as well. But, again, just a quick shout-out to those guys who came. Um, yeah, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. <laughs> My name is Ben Lomas. Uh, as you probably already know this, and uh, sitting across from me is my co-host, my dear friend, a man who can run marathons and eat pastas at the same time, the one and only Dilruk Jones. Thank you, Ben Lomas. We have a wonderful guest in the studio that I want to bring in straight away because of you heard his laugh at the top. Uh, he's a very good friend of ours, a great comedian. Uh, you might have seen him host the Tuesday nights at the Comics Lounge and all over the country. An Please, institution. An institution of the comedy scene. Please welcome Doug Chappell. Yeah! Doug, how good was that intro? You, that was, ben, that was, how fabulous was that? That was awesome. <laughs> Because Doug saw how we were like just talking normally beforehand, and she's like, This is the type of energy we're at when we're normally talking. And then suddenly the mic record hits, and Ben goes, Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to. <laughs> thanks for coming in, mate. Oh, thanks for having me. Rolling sweetly in your fucking Porsche Boxster convertible. <laughs> yeah, now we guys, Ben talk- and I, uh, Ben's on a bicycle, I'm in, an, uh, I'm in a tram. Yeah, you do. I was actually surprised you even took a tram. Usually you Uber it. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to save the environment. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Come in, mate. Um, now, now, let's see. What car do you have? You've just recently bought a Boxster Porsche. What year? Well, I might have stolen it, so that's the, the thing. <laughs> no, Don't no, put no, that no. on I, record. I You're from, <laughs> no. We know your sketchy history. This yeah. could be real. <laughs> no, I'm from the West, so anyone leaving a car around, it's, uh, no, but it's a like, community car. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's red. It's red, yeah. It's a midlife <laughs> it, crisis car. It's a, it is. Yeah, so the show, the only thing that's missing is the number plate that says midlife crisis. Yeah, right. Because like, right. how old are you now? Me? Uh, uh, anywhere between 40 to 50. <laughs> depends, <laughs> depends on what gigs I get. <laughs> depends on which police officer is asking the question. Right, right. <laughs> but so, yeah, right. no, I reckon you're, you're 48, aren't you? Um, somewhere, somewhere around there. So why, it's are a so bit of why are you so sketchy oh, about it? You were willing to talk about stealing cars. His <laughs> age. Oh, we can't go there. This is following the stereotype of a midlife crisis. <laughs> another, <laughs> another friend of mine said to me, he's known me for years and years, Dad, from the comedy from the game, from the yeah. 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 He goes, "How old actually are you?" You know, and uh, I said, well, you, you're sort of close around there. I said, I could tell you, but it'd just be a lie. So it's probably no point in me telling. Really? Yeah. Well, the reason, the reason actually I, I change things up, because especially with like acting and stuff, when you go for different roles, when they, they want someone to, right, yeah, right. like a specific age. Yeah, that's just writing it down. I'm, I'm, yeah, I know. No one's just, listening to this. I, I no that, acting agent. I know that. You never know. know. So, yeah, I, I just, no. yeah, so I, they want someone, they want someone like 23. I'm like, hey, I'm 23. You know? <laughs> A 23 who has had serious <laughs> health issues. <laughs> yeah, you're up on iPads. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like trying to be a millennium walk yeah. person. Didn't you? Didn't you play uh, Nikki Webster's dad? dad yeah, I did, I did. But, but I, I was, this is true. I was like 20. When I played that role, I was like 24, and, uh, and, she, and she was like, I think, uh, 14. So right, so you're like 10 years happened. older. Now, what, what well, now we can work back. So was it you were 24, kisses? she was 14. We can, we can work it back. We can work it back. How old is Nikki Webster now? 42? <laughs> 60. <laughs> you're like Joey in Friends at one point when he's auditioning for a 19-year-old. That's what I'm like, yeah, man, I'm cool, I'm hip, that's whack. <laughs> okay, but you haven't cracked 50. Huh? Not yet. Okay. Oh, no, we're under 50. We're under 50. But uh, but what was the Nicky Webster video? Was that Strawberry Kisses? No. No, it was... Uh, I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, you played the, 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 da- like, uh, the grumpy dad showing up at the end and she's throwing a party, yeah, a house party. Right. That's oh, hilarious. God, I can't believe I haven't even seen that. You haven't seen no, it? I have not seen oh, that. Oh, mate, it was one of the greatest days at the comics lounge <laughs> when someone pulled that out backstage. <laughs> so it is... So you reckon... It's hard to call it a midlife... I mean, I suppose in a weird way it might be a midlife process because physically as well, you've just gotten super fit in the last what six months or less probably less yeah yeah, yeah. so t- give us some of the stats so why were you sitting at uh just before you decided to get on a health kick 114 114 kilos and you're what five foot nine ten five foot nine, about five foot ten just yeah there yeah. yeah. you go between five foot ten <laughs> and, <six laughs> and then seven foot three <laughs> <laughs> yeah. depends who's asking <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, could, depending what the role is, I could be I could be Shaquille O'Neal or I could be Vern Troyer. Or you just see Dougie in audition like, hey, I want a hell of a set of boots there, mate. Yeah, he's in stilettos. Stilts. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so, so 114 kilos, and that would have been what, July? June? Um, yeah, yeah, June. Yeah, so, June. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. Probably, just, yeah, probably just before June. I'll yeah, and so uh, we'll go a little bit back in the history. So you used to do a fair bit of boxing. You were yeah, in good nick. Like uh, when you like back in what the sixties when you were younger. <laughs> <laughs> you could have saved this thread yeah. telling us how. Old yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, we just it's like a fucking puzzle that we're gonna figure out. Well, I remember the industrial age when that came in, and uh, I, I, I got to get it in shape. So in the nineties, you used to box quite regularly. Uh, yeah, yeah. You come from a boxing family, is that right? Uh, well, my dad, my dad fought. My uncles fought as well. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, so everyone around me, my nephew fights, my, my son fought as well. Right. So to his name Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. yeah, yeah. Did you name him after the boxer? Yeah. Well, what do you fucking think? <laughs> the man just said he grew up in a boxing family, <laughs> and his son's name is Tyson. Oh no, it's based on the guy who served him coffee the other day. Tyson. Are there another famous? Like, is there any other famous Tysons? The 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 scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Does a scientist? The scientist in America. What do you know about science? Degrassi. Tyson yeah. Degrassi. Ah, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Degrassi is high. The, 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 the sitcom Degrassi high. <laughs> Fuck, you are a teenager. <laughs> yeah, you really keep your ear to the ground and know what the kids are into. Yeah, man, I watch Degrassi high. I'm into Drake. <laughs> so, but I think I agree with you. Let's let's go back. At, like, So when did you actually first start boxing? Like, uh, how young were you? Uh, I, I was like eight probably when I first started. Wow. Yeah. There's, there's pictures. Of, I'll put them up on Facebook. Not long. Oh, just on my story of me uh, sparring when I was like uh, eight or nine. And was yeah. it at a boxing gym or yeah. someone's back here? Oh, it's actually a boxing gym? Yeah, and, boxing gym. And where was this boxing gym? Footscray. Oh, Footscray. Yeah. Is it still there? Yeah, Footscray Youth Centre. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so then what did you do? Is that you? Was your dad working there or did you just... No, no, no. My, my dad used to leave me there. He, he'd go drink. And I get, I get beat up. Oh, okay. That's that's not a good. That, that's quite the babysitter, isn't it? Yeah, right, babysitter. Then, then he'd come pick me up, and then I'd sit in the pub until he's ready to go home. Right, yeah, so. right, right. He was driving. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah back in the, the bus. Night. He was a bus driver. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, I mean, things were wild back in the twenties. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back in the horse and cart. Off you go. Yeah. <laughs> Slow down. Yeah. There's a yeah. cop around the corner on a horse. <laughs> They're just trying to get rid of Ned Kelly so he was able to escape. Um, so, wow, right, okay, so is that real? So he would go to the pub but leave you at the boxing room. Yeah. So did you have brothers? Uh, no, I've got a brother I've never met. But Okay, yeah. so so boxing and stuff was a big part of your life. Yeah, growing So up. you do that in your teens and then and, uh, yeah. did you ever, how, how close did you get to like having like professional a pro fight um, twice what? I got uh, close to a pro fight I was actually training at uh, Leo Berry's gym in, in Richmond and uh, Costa, uh, Costa Zoo on his uh, pro fight we are going to go over to Vegas and get like hopefully we are going to Co- like how does it work Costa yeah. Zoo yeah What's, I'm, I'm not sorry if I don't, oh. know, I don't know who Costa Zoo is uh, he's world champion world oh, champion yeah, Aussie, right? Well, he's Russian originally, but then right. Yeah, then he came here. Can I tell you my Costa Zoo yeah. story? I used to go to the sauna a lot at the Grand Hyde Hotel. I love saunas. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's just not delve into that. But I still love saunas, as people know on this podcast. Anyway, that's so weird the I, way you said it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm aware. Okay, so anyway, so I was going uh, to the sauna, and uh, and a lot of famous people stay at the Grand Hyde Hotel. Like I've seen Fifty Cent there. Uh, I uh, sat on the wow. sauna with. Uh, now, Banny and the tennis player. Mm. Like you meet, you meet famous uh, people in the sauna. Though fifty cent, no, uh, no, he was getting changed, but I couldn't get into change because his entourage was so big. Did you see and his like, dollar bill? Uh, <laughs> 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 no, it was funny because I walked into the change room. And they're like, Fitty's in here," and I was like trying to look over these gigantic guys, going, "Oh, where's Fitty? I want to say hello to Fitty." Um, but anyway, so I'm in the lift, right, and Costa Zhu walks in, right. And I was like, you are the world champion. I reckon you can't miss him. Like, have you seen him? And when his fights were on telly, it's one of the few times I've actually watched a fight because he was so quick. Because what division was he? He was uh, like the, the, the yeah, yeah, so featherweight. Yeah. And so I was just like, Man, you, are, you are so fast, so quick. So you go to the other way, and he's standing there. So, you know, you do that night. And he's standing right next to me. He is short. He is a small, like ripped, but a very small man. And I was looking at him, right? And then I was just looking at him. And I sort of turned to him and looked at the side of the head. And I was like, I could just hit him. I could just hit him now, one punch, and I could say, I've knocked out. 
a world champion. Like that's that was this. You know, and I'm in my twenties. I'm thinking about this. Going, Can you imagine if I did this right? But then he turned to me and looked at me, and he had a face that I reckon he just looked at me going, "Have a crack." Oh wow! <laughs> like because he goes, do you know how many people have looked at me, big units like you, yeah. that have looked at me thinking you can take me there? Have a go, have a go. It was amazing. It was just this awkward tension, and I just looked straight back. And I was like, I'm not doing anything. Like, yeah. like, the amount of punches he would have taken in the head, yeah, he would have been like, and he was so quick. Like he was like his ability, like it, like in his fight and his world champion fight, it was just amazing. Like, he, like well, and it's tough the, too, very tough. You're the equivalent of the people that we meet after gigs. Okay, you think you're funny? Yeah, mate? yeah. yeah I've got a, I've got a joke for you. You should try that on stage. <laughs> oh, so well. So you trained with Costas? Yeah. yeah. Well, he, wow. he he was from uh, he was trained out of Sydney, but when he came to Melbourne, he used to train in Richmond. And uh, yeah, so we're going to go over and I got him try to get us uh, my first pro fight over in Vegas, the right? Title fight, yeah. Uh, with one of my other friends as well. We don't know if we would have gone ahead, but that's what they yeah. were talking about trying to do. But how often were you training back in your like teens and seven, your 20s? Seven days a week. S- really? Seven days? Yeah. So what was it? Is it always just sparring or is it a combination? No, no, no. It's, it's uh, Sundays. I, I used to go for a run and then we'd spar Sundays. It was like okay. my day off. Like a cardio kind of day? Yeah. Okay. And, um, and, then, and then Monday to Saturday? Then probably spar probably uh, maybe two, three times a week. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's kind of there. And then which point does it start to drop off? So you start doing comedy, you get a little busier. Oh, no. Well, it dropped off earlier as well because I went, I went through stages. I went through stages where I was training all the time uh, and all my friends were sort of around. So we were just training all the time, fighting and, and stuff like that. But then you go through stages where I was going out because I was with like a mixture of sort of uh, – People that trained a lot and people that sort of get into bad stuff. Yeah. So then I'd have other friends go, "Let's go out. We'll go out." We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. clubbing and stuff. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that, that really uh, that interfered a lot with uh, my training because yeah, I was because I was young and stuff. You go out, you meet someone, you you know. Well, you you're a place. young man. Yeah. You're at the peak physical fitness. You're meeting the ladies or yeah. men. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. I feel like as soon as you said bad stuff, I was like, yeah, we should have a, like an overall disclaimer saying everything here is allegedly because <laughs> we talk to Doug a lot off stage, and it's like let's just assume everything that he says is alleged at this point for the for the record of any any <laughs> any courtrooms that are listening to this. This is just three comedians having a chat. None of this is real. Uh, so allegedly, you had some mates who were into bad stuff, <laughs> and allegedly, you may or may not have had a gun at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's about the first time I describe it that is uh, before you listen to this podcast. <laughs> The, follow, the following events are all fictional. Any yeah. resemblance to any characters yeah. alive or dead Pop. is coincidental. <laughs> all right, edit this podcast, and then before everything, it's just my voice going allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> allegedly. yeah, yeah just just jumping in. But yeah, so 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 between all of that, uh, the idea of being physically fit was like kind of important to you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah like that's yeah. like a, like a, like the masculinity thing and all that stuff we've talked about. It's like especially in the sort of the mates and like you said mm. the bad stuff. Yeah, being fit was important. Like that sort of. Is a value. So where does it start to drop off for you in that sense? Uh, well, again, getting with different friends. Uh, different friends with negative lifestyles. You start to get with them, so you stop training and stuff like that. Then I get back into it. And when I was younger, it was quite easy sort of going from one to the other. So mm. I could have six months off and I'd, I'd get fit pretty quick. Yeah. Um, then I got into comedy. Yeah. And uh, I trained for like a little bit like at the start, but then you late nights, eat McDonald's on the way home yeah. and, and just slowly the got out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drinking. And uh, yeah, so that comedy changed my lifestyle uh, for the negative in, in the terms of like fitness and food and diet. and Yeah. So then, yeah, then I got, I got back into it probably uh, oh, about 15 years ago. For a little bit, right, and and lost like a little bit of weight and stuff, but um, yeah, just comedy was just so hard to keep a routine because you'd be right. on tour, you'd be different places. It's just too hard to. And, and did, was there a crossover? Like, were you ever sparring and then just going? Oh, funny thing happened to me. On the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if you see me spar, it's like comedy. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, meaning that everyone is just calling for the bell to be rung. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just throws yeah, in a towel. This guy's hilarious. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm fascinated because, uh, you know, if you were training in the, in, in the gym, it, it was that period where did you have one of those old guys in a matching tracksuit pants set? With right, like on? Mickey from Rocky. Yeah. I, actually, I actually did. The, the old Footscray gym, uh, it's a guy called Frankie. Uh, he of passed course. away, unfortunately. It sounds yeah, like the Frankie, type of yeah. 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 But I love Frankie. Uh, when I was a kid, I, I used to love Frankie. But Frankie was like that old school 
Yeah, he got uh, that voice. You know, well, he was Scottish, but he, uh, yeah, but and Frankie used to have like to have a drink, and you do the pad works, and you could smell like uh, I think it was uh, like. Uh, Probably Scotch, giving me a Scotch. Scotch, Scotch. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, when I was a kid, I could always remember that smell doing pad work. But he, he was a great guy. He was great with the kids and yeah, and stuff like that. Well, it's but. funny because I remember that as a kid when I did basketball, and we had one guy same Frankie. Oh, well. really? And I remember he was it was a loose guy, and you could smell the booze. But was he Scottish? It, uh, no, no, no. I thought it could have been the same guy. <laughs> and then um, I remember once he was just like he once uh, one of the other kids on the team because uh, we used to play across the road from the commission. Floor, so the other teams were really rough. And I remember one, one of the kids just came out and just punched me, like, after I uh, hit a free throw. But then Frankie came out, of the, <laughs> came out of the bench and started just punching everyone. And then he kind of <laughs> got kicked off for of being a coach, right? And I remember I was like, oh, we really like Frankie. He backed us. And then come back two years, I'm driving with my dad. <laughs> and as we were driving, uh, we see this guy in gumboots running down the street as fast as he can with a television on his shoulder. Oh. <laughs> and then we both just saw it. I was like, Dad, was that Frankie? He's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's Frankie. I was like, no. Oh. Mate, he just could be taken into repairs. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but I was more fascinated by, yeah, okay, he's running with a TV, but who could run in gumboots? <laughs> that's actually a good point. Yeah, and like, also, why gumboots? Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. But I was just like, because, like, you know, like, so how old was Frankie then? Oh, I don't know. He, like, back then, when I was a kid, Frankie was like 100 to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. old. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, but... He, he, Between 100 to 150. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere around <laughs> right there. Yeah. It was somewhere around right there. But, uh, yeah, but he always seemed like like he never aged. He always just yeah. seemed old to me. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we, when I met you was uh, when I first started in comedy about nine years ago, and, and and this is honestly I'm not trying to have a go, but like it felt like you put on made weight between since say up to July you started progressively adding yeah. more weight. So what? Because you you stopped drinking a, a lot more as well. Like you said, you used to drink a lot more when you were yeah. younger. So what do you reckon made like made you put on more weight in the last say eight years before that? Laziness and diet. Diet, you reckon? Yeah. What are oh, your vices huge. with food? No. Junk food. I love junk food. What What are the ones we love talking you know, about specifically? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, McDonald's, KFC. I have, um, like, on the way home, uh, like last night after the show, I got KFC, Burger Box. Oh, really? Yeah. What What was it? Which, 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 oh, man, I've missed Wicked Wings. Uh, I haven't had them in so long. But uh, but Ben, can you beat Ben's record? Loma says, uh, what is it, 40 nuggets in 40, one sitting? 40, 40 nuggets in one sitting. I reckon I'd give it a crack. I'd give it a crack. I reckon. It I, I, love, I just love junk food. Can we Uber Eats it now and watch Doug <laughs> eat that for my, my Uber Eats, well, that's another thing too, Uber Eats. My Uber Eats bill, uh, mm. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think it was like uh, $1,000 I spent like in a month. Oh, fucking Uber. hell. Yeah. So if, if, you didn't, if you didn't have the app, you could have had two Porsches at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's one thing, just because well, financially I had to like cut down, but I was just having Uber Eats just constantly. I'm yeah. like, man, man, I can't believe I spent so much. That's unbelievable. But, but, that's, but that's the thing. But now, because, you, <laughs> because you've got the Porsche, you can't have rappers in there, can you? It's like, not no, 50, no, no, like 50 no, Cent? No, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> just no, but it's like it's weird. Like if you get that you know. fancy fast sports car, like it's not like if it was just like an old sedan or something, you just fill it up with like, you know, rappers and stuff. But you can't, you can't. Have you taken the Porsche through the drive-thru? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> really? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> have, you, have you brought the Porsche to like gigs and stuff? No, yeah. I have seen yeah. it. I have seen it. Actually, oh, okay, I've just cool, really cool. seen it at the back. Which, I don't know, parking at the back of the comic snatch. I mean... Yeah, no, it I can know, be a bit dodgy. Yeah, any listeners who want to uh, steal the car, you know, no, Ben told you <laughs> Tuesday nights at the comics lunch. <laughs> but this is what I find interesting um, is because uh, you have yo-yoed with your weight, right? Yeah. And uh, but you've continued work. Uh, you even went back to school. You studied. Um, yeah, yeah, how many kids have you got now? Two. Two. Uh, you've been with your wife uh, for how long now? Oh, in between 20. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 I've been, I've known, I've known it since I was 17. So yeah, like so I find this really interesting because because uh, I'm, I'm the same with my partner. I've been, but I, you know, you've stayed together since you were 17. I've been no, on, no, well, on, on and off. But, oh, no, yeah, oh, but, just yeah, like but, me. Okay, so, so this, this is what I, I don't know. So now, when you went for this big fight, you were training, and like you said, you yo yo, you yo yo. Yeah, so we kind of haven't really established what happened in June, July. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's what I kind of wanted. So what made you go, okay, because there's one thing about going, yes, I'm going to get fit and I want to box now, but to then also get your son to do it, 
<laughs> this, this is this is I find amazing. Like we've talked about couples getting together, okay, and uh, and and or you know you do it for yourself, but you and your son did it, yeah. And was that something conscious, or did that something naturally happen, or? Oh, well, yeah, so, so, so tell us what tell us the story with, well, what, with the boxing this this match yeah. that you had recently. Well, actually, I'll go I'll go back like a little bit further. Um, mm. And and the thing is, you guys actually inspired me to originally lose. Weight. Oh, believe it or not, this is true. Oh wow! Um, because you guys were doing su- such a fantastic job, and I was just you know it was inspirational. Seriously, you know. I used to see you at gigs and you're just losing weight and you're motivating each other. Oh, thanks. So man. that was actually yeah. a thing for me sitting there saying, gee, you know, I'm, I'm putting on so much weight, you know, I've got to do something about it and just see how positive you guys were. So then I, I changed my diet and I don't believe in sort of dieting, dieting, like fad diets. So sure. I wanted to sort of change lifestyle. So I changed, you know, I still eat junk food and like I said last night. So I just slowly sort of changed parts of my diet. So I was losing weight and trying not to sort of eat too many bigger portions, eat too late at night. Have yeah, what were the changes? Meal. So smaller portions? and Smaller portions. Um, instead of nearly, nearly every gig on the way home, I was getting takeaway. Mm. So then I stopped doing that. So I still would maybe once a week or, you know, sure. treat, treat myself. So like I was a cheat day. Yeah. Mm. So I was, I was sort of doing that and I was changing things, taking sugar out, like drinking, you know. Uh, soft drink. No, and, yeah, no yeah. sugar Coke and, and less soft drink. So I was slowly sort of changing things. So I lost probably about 10 kilos before. Just to diet alone, right. Yeah. Right. And uh, and I was when I was like, you know, doing gigs on like in the outback, I was going mm. to like the gyms when I was yeah. away and, you know, so I was doing different things to sort of, you know, slowly get back in it. But nothing really serious. But then my son was going to fight. Right. That, that's how it originally started. So ah, yeah, so right. my son was fighting. Was, and Tyson's not that big, is no. he? He's, 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 a, he's solid, it? though. Yeah, he's solid, but yeah. he's, he's, he's not massive or anything like he that. He just right. can't it's, see. You know, yeah, he's got bad eyes. <laughs> I've got bad eyesight, too. Why, what was that in reference to? <laughs> he, and he his eyesight. His yeah. eyesight is shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? I didn't and know that. I've got bad eyesight, too. I've got laser done in my eyes, and yeah. it's gone again. So oh, really? I nearly fucking sat on your uh, specs glasses, just yeah. then, just <laughs> in the car. Just well, you don't want to sit on Tyson's specs because they look like expensive glasses. Yeah. So then, so uh, yeah. So what happened was, so he he was going to fight, and uh, he was talking to some of the guys at the gym, and they said, "Oh, you should get your dad to fight as well." Right. And, and he said it to me, and it was almost like a joke. And he was like laughing. I said, "I could still do it." Oh, so do you reckon that because they kind of laughed was <laughs> yeah, a bit like, "Oh, yeah. fuck you, it's mate." Like saying, you know, when yeah. someone says you can't do that, hundred like, percent. That's what this <laughs> podcast was <laughs> built on. Yeah, this fucking podcast is built on a bet. Because, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I said, "Oh, I could do that," and he's like, "Come on." You know, sort of look at you. I said, uh, I could get in shape. I said, you know, I, in two months I can get in shape. Because so, that's a short space of time. Yeah. So the fight you knew was going to be happening in two months. Two months. Okay. And and had you been keeping up the boxing in any capacity no. at all? No. Just weekly, nothing? No, nothing. Right. So you – how does it feel going back into training for a boxing match? Do you – is it like muscle memory? Is it like riding yeah. a bike? There is, is a bit, but my body – it was like um, your cardio and, would be shot, and I'm like actually writing a routine on it at the moment because my my mind and my body just weren't communicating. Because uh, okay. yeah, because when you actually because you still remember stuff, but your body is so out of shape. Oh. So I'll be sparring when I first went sparring again. Okay. My mind's in there going like, slip that punch, and my body's like, what? My boys, my boys like this teenage boy that just want to, didn't want to like communicate with the brain. Right, like, I'll right. do it later. You're like, no, I need you now. I need you now. Like, Can I just go play games and masturbate? We'll do that later. We'll do that later. Now keep your hands up. Right, right. So your 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 brain was switched on enough to know what needs to happen next, but that by the time you realise, you've clocked it in the face. Yeah, yeah. And I was wow. tripping over my feet because my body's heavier. So of course, my body's not. Like used to sort of move, and when when you're younger, you sort of move and you slip, and right, your yeah. re- reflexes would be sharper, I guess, now, as a younger person. Yeah, just 100%. for the non-boxing people, when you mean slip, I'm just is that when you, where you duck or you duck out? Yeah, is well, that when, what, when you when you slip, you sort of like if you get like someone throws a punch, you, you move. Well, just, side, show, so. just try and punch still. <laughs> no, no, he's been fucking waiting me, waiting for me to get a punch since I took thousand dollars off him. Yeah. Uh, no, so yeah, so it's like the uh, so, so the ducking and weaving. Mm. Is that sort of and I never got hit so much in my life, and. Um, like I went to, I was doing a little bit of MMA and I still do like jujitsu. Okay. That was the only sort of training I was sort of doing before, but it's completely different to, to boxing. So, you know, when I was sparring that, so especially the first few times sparring stuff, I was tripping over my feet just because my body felt so heavy mm. and I, I just couldn't move. I couldn't get my body out of the way. And did you spar with your son? Did you, did you do a bit of sparring with him? I, I do, I do with him, but we just, we don't go hard or anything. We just sort of. 
uh, move around. Because and- I can imagine as is is just as a, as a son, if you were to spar with your dad, yeah. you're like, oh, oh, oh mate, oh, remember that time you didn't let me watch telly? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. here we go. Remember that time you grounded me, and then my best friend went out with that girl. Oh, let's go. Oh, that's under two real beds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and given that you and your partner have been together since you were 14, yes. I'm glad uh, she can hear this. Now. <laughs> um, yeah, right. So that was the your son, so Tyson, your son goes first, and you go fuck you. I'm going to have a crack. Well, I said, yeah, I said, I, I said, there's no purpose because when I was younger, um, I fought amateur when I was younger and I was undefeated. So I said, the only thing I can do here is lose. There's nothing, there's no, I can't gain anything out of it apart from like the fitness. I fitness, can do that on, right. on my own. But I said, if I do do it, I want to do it for like a reason. Yeah. So, and and that, so you raised money for? For violence against women. Yeah. Well, we want to, I do want to quickly touch on that as well because you've, you've done a, a fair bit of work in that area because, in fact, you studied, you have a, a, your, your master's. Two masters. In, in, uh, in social work? Psychology. Psychology. And, and, it, and, and it's, counseling. And it's around uh, domestic violence, isn't it? No, no. My, both my thesis were on um, one was controlling behaviours and how that leads to domestic violence. Right. Or can, is it predictor of uh, domestic violence? And the other one was uh, uh, children, I can't remember now, children with domestic, uh, growing up with domestic violence and... How you can't remember your thesis. I think that might have to do yeah. with the boxing <laughs> when you're younger. Yeah, it's the punches yeah. to there. Yeah. yeah, it's probably Alzheimer's because you're seventy so... years old. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 that, but that's interesting because because uh, you like you know being a fighter, but you 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 grew up in, in a challenging time. You grew up in the western suburbs. Uh, is that it was is domestic violence something that you've experienced yourself? Yeah, yeah. I grew up with a, well, not just domestic violence. I grew up around a lot of violence. Mm. Yeah. You know, and um, and that, that's the thing. What what annoyed me, and I think it was sort of um, uh, it was every nearly every interview I did, like on the radio and that before the fight, trying yeah. to raise money and awareness and stuff. Uh, people sort of said, "Oh, well, you know, you, it's you a contradiction." It. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I understand where they're, they're getting, but I think it's unfair to sort of uh, classify like, boxing. boxing as the same because it's com- it's a completely different thing. And also too, like especially the gym I'm at, um, probably half the uh, people there are, are female. Right. Um, we've got great. Yeah, like you know, female role models in the gym. You got Taylor Harris, who plays football. Amazing yeah, football, yeah, and so just, many things. What did she, didn't she win an MMA yeah, fight recently? No, 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 she she at our gym. She's trains at our gym, so she won the yeah. Australian title. She's fine uh, defending it soon. That's yeah, crazy. Um, she boxed yeah. this year in August. Yeah, that's and it. it was yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And she and her reach is phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah. She's just a like, kick. The famous yeah, yeah. Taylor Kidd. Yeah, 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 of but, but to see just all the young women in the gym, so so on parents, and it's one of the fastest uh, rising female sports in the world. Mm. Um, there's so many, like, I know so many female uh, boxers at the gym that are doing so well. I just love it. And, you know, like, it, it's such an empowering thing. So um, one was for that aspect of it, because I thought it was just so. And, and another girl at the gym, which people don't even talk about, but Sylvia uh, Sharpler, she, she actually won world title. Yeah, and she, right. And, you know, so she and she works within the industry. Uh, in the uh, her like day job is working around you know women uh, like or, or like social work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. victims so, of uh, yeah. domestic violence and things. So like that. Um, there's just so you know like so that was one side of it. It's an empowering thing for women and stuff. But also too, it's um, I wanted to reach men and what we could do differently. Right. And if I did like a charity night at a comedy venue, all the same people come out. You, you pre- pretty much preaching to the choir. So boxing was like a. Uh, like a male-dominated sport, so I really wanted to sort of reach out to men and mm. and sort of what we can do differently. And it was amazing, like all all the, all the boxing gyms, all the boxing like community that that I was speaking to and stuff. Everybody supported. No, none of them sort of supports that sort of violence outside of the gym. Right. You know? Let's talk a bit, a bit about that. Do you yeah. do you feel like there is an element of say? doing something, a sport like boxing in a controlled environment where you're having a little bit of that, um, you know, um, release of that kind of tension. Do you find that after training for boxing, you you personally, you feel a little bit more relaxed or is there anything like that? 100%. You know, it's, it's you know, and sort of, and you get like a lot of fighters, because like, I'm a, like even, I grew up around a lot of fighters, but like uh, now sort of back in the gym and stuff, you're around a lot of fighters and stuff. These guys aren't the guys when they go out to clubs and stuff want to go pick fights. But back in your day, it was though, wasn't it? No, no, no. So okay. Even the people like, if there's fights, they'll fight. And you, look, at every gym, you always get some some guy that sort of, you know, can't contain themselves and, and they go and do it. But it's the, the behavior within the gyms. And it's like with martial arts as well. A lot of that behavior is not acceptable. Within the gyms, people don't like it, you know. That's sort of aggro bullies, yeah. yeah. Right. You know, like I've, I've, I've gone to like weight gyms and trained weight gyms. They're a little bit different because weight gyms people get up and they're like, "Oh, look how big I am and, and strong I am," yeah, and, and stuff like that. And they look, they train hard, and I get it, but there's not a culture within those 
uh, within like weight gyms where, you know, people get kicked out of gyms for bad behaviour. You know, yeah. people sort of don't want them. And, uh, and you get trained very early on to respect your opponents, respect people. Yeah, I've seen that a bit because I only watch like the MMA and stuff from afar, but I've noticed there's a lot of trash talking and shit talking before the match. But once the match is over, there's a lot of mutual respect. There's a lot of handshaking and hugging yeah. and going, no, they, they, you know, I, I wasn't good enough today. Like, But beforehand, there's a lot of like roasting and, and, and mm. you know, like. It's a bit of, of a show still. Yeah, yeah, but afterwards there's this mutual respect, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, and then that that happens probably I'd say ninety percent of the time. Yeah, and uh, I was just watching um, John Wayne Parr talking about he's having a fight with Mundine. I was just least watching something on YouTube. What, what they Mundine's still fighting? Yeah, but uh, John Wayne Parr was saying that um, yeah, he goes, you know, he's met Mundine a few times. He said he's such a gentleman. You know, he goes, I know he's going to trash talk me before the fight, and mm. you know that's all part of it. But he said at the end of it, you know, we'll shake hands and yeah, you know, it's all that's how he gets people in into the. The fight, you know? yeah, because so, it, it, you know, there's one thing about the skill of watching the fight, but it's that the show is sometimes even half of it because you know it costs money to put on these events, like mm. especially those big fights. Yeah. yeah, the one thing I'm fascinated about, and be it now in your training, but even then when you're a kid, is uh, is when you are semi professionally or even training uh, as a boxer, that when you are out and about, it is very hard to get into fight because isn't in your technique seen it to some degree as a lethal weapon. Uh, apparently, like if you like get like charged or something, that you are, you know the the penalty is harsher. Because yeah, of, that's because right. Of yeah, those things. right. Uh, but it's you know like uh, you know growing up in the environment I did, there was fights and, and stuff like that. But you know a lot of people like that I box with, you know, you know they're sort of the last people to sort of start. It was normally the guys that sort of didn't box or didn't you know do martial yeah. arts, but they used to hang out in the bad crowd and stuff. They're the ones that we used to like you know start fights. A lot of the times, you know, so. Wow, so that's, uh, right, so you would, yeah, you'd have, you would say even in those, like when you say growing up and things are a bit rougher, would, again, would you have a more control of those things or were like your mates like more scared of you because you had, uh, you know, a bit more training and stuff? Or do they feel safer around you? Oh, I think there's a, a mixture of everything, you know. Right. There's some, because I don't, I don't look, I don't, I've never tried to um, be threatening as a, as a person at all. And I think that, you know, sort of, I think most people, martial arts or boxing, are sort of like that. You don't want to sort of, you know, so I'm just me. Yeah. It's like a, Have you ever been in a lift and some stupid guy with a beard <laughs> looks at you thinking he can punch you I out? Wish, <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could have grown a beard back then. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, but 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 some look some 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 people do, and you know, there's there's times when you sort of um, you see people at gigs and stuff where, you know, I'm you know even when I was out of shape and stuff, you see some guy, but you're like, I know this guy has like absolutely no training, no coordination. He's drunk. He can hardly stand up, and they want to sort of pick fights with you, and they're angry yeah. and they're bitter. But you know, you, you there's there's no there's, you don't benefit anything by trying to sit there, and and that's what a lot of the gyms teach you is that. You know, if you want to fight, there's a ring there. That's that's right. where you, you go get, and get do the it. Vent, get vent, get the vented vented out there in the yeah. ring in you a know, controlled environment with some. <clears throat> you know, but the, that sorry, go no, yeah to, to attack <clears throat> to attack someone that's sort of been mean to you and stuff. Uh, there's there's no, you know, it, you're just it just doesn't achieve as, anything. No, no, and you're just being as bad as what's bad in the world. Yeah, you know, you're right. just being part of that. But how? So, with, if, with growing up with that, was there a moment for you where you realized, "Oh man, this is so fucking crazy that people fight so much," in, you know, and that channeling that energy and you, in a controlled environment is more healthier? Is it, anything it like pretty, that? It was pretty normal. Like violence for me growing up was pretty normal. Like, when yeah. You, when you say outside, when you home. say that, like, what, what, like, is this violence? Is it domestic violence? Is it on the street violence? Like, both, both. You know. So you just to solve a- problems. Um, like violence was used a lot. Yeah, for right. For me growing up. So that was just, I just got used to sort of seeing that. And that's how I thought everyone reacted. That's behaved. how you thought life yeah. operates. And I got I got picked on because I, I was a really short kid. So when yeah. I was growing up, I got picked on a lot, um, beat up a lot. I used to go a different way home from school because different kids used to beat me up on the way home from school. Oh, so wow. I used to try to like outsmart them. It's like a video game. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a different <laughs> yeah. level. You go up, oh, no, now yeah. this is the other <laughs> game. Yeah. So, but, uh, but then as I, I started boxing, and that's, that's really a, a good lesson too because then as I started boxing and stuff and then I started hanging around sort of more sort of, you know, known within the community as a lot of bad bad sort of people and stuff. Mm, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. And, yeah. um, but then all of a sudden you sit there and go, you know, well, you feel sort of like people – Won't mess with you. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually started looking for people that picked on me and was like picking fights with them. Right. To like almost sit there and take all my anger out on them and stuff like that. But then what I realized was I was was becoming exactly what I hated. 
You know, right. I, was, I was becoming a bully then. Yeah, that's remember, amazing. Yeah, because I remember yeah. I first met you, you could fly off the handle. Like, <laughs> a couple of times. I would never fly off the handle. I remember once you were like, I, I don't know what the conversation was, but you just, like, it was a side of you I'd never seen before. Like, you, got, I can't remember what the issue was, but I was just like, nah, I mean, like, I'd never seen you. And it happened so quickly. It was a side of you I hadn't seen. And I'd only been doing stand-up for a couple of years. I remember we had a chat. I was like, well, why you worked up? And then, but it was amazing because you calmed yourself down. And I was like, especially if you grew up in that environment, like if there's a lot of violence and the Western suburbs back then was not a pretty place. It's not like you can buy half a house in, in, in Footscray now for, for a million bucks. Yeah. But back then it was it was hard and it's only changed recently in the last 10 years. So it's funny to see you because you, you're a very pleasant man. Uh, you look after your family. Uh, you provide for them. You're very generous to new comics. Very and generous. Comics, yeah. And so that's why I, I, you can't shake all of that off. Like, so it was, I remember seeing a glimpse into possibly your past because you do have an amazing, like, some of your stories off stage, and I've told you many times before, <laughs> you go, I can't tell them on stage, but they're just amazing. <laughs> like, for a guy who grew up in North Carlton, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't, I was I can't having come cheer close. pudding for, yeah, for like, breakfast. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I grew up in North Carolina. Back then it was, you know, it was tough, you know. <laughs> you know, no soy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but it was just like, uh, yeah, just totally. And, and, and it cracks me up that uh, you can have a completely different upbringing now, which is only 10 Ks away. Yeah, like that. That also blows my mind around because people go think, "Oh, Western suburbs now." You're out past Werribee. You were in Wyndham Valley. You're 35 Ks out. But back then, the West was Footscray. Yeah. And I just find that amazing that, that between Footscray and then North Carlton, you know, even eight kilometres or whatever it is, that you can have two completely different upbringings. Mm. And so then I see you now. It's like you've you've done. I think you've done a lot, be it boxing, but everything else, entering the world of comedy, even going. Because when did you go back to uni? Uh, oh, about ten years ago. Yeah, right about ago. I think when I started doing comedy, I remember mm. you t- saying that you'd gone like part time uni. Yeah, you. And no, then- in full time. I, I, I was actually. I, um, yeah, I did two. Did you start off part time and then go full time? I remember uh, you, when I started. Yeah, yeah when, yeah, when yeah. I started, because I was never great at high school or anything like yeah. that. And I found some old report cards; they're hilarious. But um, and the kids are like, "Oh, uh, but ah, <laughs> oh, okay, I'm fine." <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't seem it, but I'm very competitive, right? But not, not in a bad sense. Like I want other people to do well as well. But I'm just, I hate like when I was at uni, I hated getting bad marks. Um, and out of, I was at uni for nine years and um, only got one mark under a distinction right. the, whole, the whole time. Uh, but, but that if, was something you wanted to prove to yourself. 100%. 100%. But everything I do, I, I want to prove it to myself. Yeah. You know, it's even with like, um, and that's what I, I, I tell like my kids as well, is that, you know, um, you want to do everything. Uh, for yourself, because you, if you're doing things to please other people, then you're never gonna, because you're never gonna please other people, because whatever you know, it's subjective. Or what yeah, it's so people. especially in the comedy world. One of the things when you realize, like, whoever you think is your favorite comedian in the world who is absolutely brilliant, there's so many people who don't think they're funny. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah And yeah. if that person cannot win everyone over, what are the chances of us? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you just start to need to let go of that idea of other people's perceptions. And unfortunately, we're in an industry which relies quite a lot on people's perceptions because if the crowd isn't there, we don't have a job. So, like, the mm. cr- crowd is part of the last piece of the puzzle for in our job. But the truth is you can't please everybody. Yeah. And you did. we talk a lot bit about, like, mental health and stuff on this podcast. And so psychology to you, what, what was it about that that made you want to start studying it? Well, I, I didn't even know, like, because I, I started my first degree was because I've got five degrees now. Right, and, five. Um, yeah. So my first one was youth work. But I did I did my uh, undergrad in psychology and my master's accounting concurrently, and you're not supposed to do them both together. So Say again, undergrad in psychology yeah, no. and a master's in? No. In counselling. And I, you're not meant to do it together? Why is that? Concurrently, because they're two different, they're two different, uh, sub, they're two different actual courses. Oh. So yeah, I did them both. And I didn't know because they fitted in, like the classes fitted in. Nicely, yeah. Then, right. then they, when they, uh, they it's like when the going, gigs fit in for the week. You've actually, uh, <laughs> yeah. you're doing two. You're only supposed to be doing one. I go, but I'm going. I'm, yeah, I'm it's already. happening. Yeah. Yeah. So they said, oh, well, if you've already started and you can deal with it. But yeah, right. Yeah. See, I'd love to go back to you. Like, only because I hated uni. Like, I, I, I just, I was just, I was just like, I was managing a, a hostel and I was just, I was just not present for the whole time I was there. And I'd love to go to uni and actually study something and enjoy it. 
Yeah, uni rather was than great, just trying to pass. Uni was the greatest time of my life, uh, and uh, but I didn't go to class. <laughs> yeah, 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 there's that. But like the actual, but you still pass though. Oh, because I'm a brilliant man. But that's <laughs> brilliant but accountant. What, <laughs> but what, yes. <laughs> What's so funny about that? No, <laughs> but, but, but can you ever imagine going back to it? No, no, because I found something else I give it yeah, more right. shit about. But what are you saying is just to to to, to enjoy it. It's let's see how like comedy. What we're talking about a little bit before was, is comedy. I, I always want to be better. Yes, right. I don't want to be better than everybody else. I just yeah. want to be better to myself as a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah totally. Regardless of what it is. So when I actually started uh, uni, and that's why I tell my kids too, just do the the best you can. That you know that that's you put everything you can into it, because you don't want to let yourself down. And the worst is if you know, like, you know, oh, yeah, I could have studied harder and I didn't. And you sort of let you, and that's a horrible feeling. So same as with uni, I just wanted to try, try to do everything I could to get better, learn more. And same as with comedy, every time you want to learn more and get better. And boxing is the same too because this, as I said, this is the first time I lost. It's, it's difficult for me to lose. Oh, yeah, the to lose. fight. Yeah. We haven't even got yeah. to the fight. Yeah. So you lost. I lost, yeah. I, I cracked my ribs uh, three weeks. Oh, that, that's no excuse. <laughs> Because uh, you get in there, you oh, know, he probably had injuries. <laughs> no, 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 he would have had injuries as well. He fought a good fight. But um, I won the first round, but it hit me right at the end of the first round, right in my ribs, and I couldn't breathe. It, it, yeah, you said you it, it, it so might have been, went, it was like sort of after the ref kind of stopped you as well, though. Isn't no, it no, like, but look, look, and that's what I said. He actually apologised, and I said, that's, it's fighting. That's what I said. If he had a cut eye, I'd go for your eye. It's just the way it is. I said, but um, look, he fought a great fight. There's no excuses. Um and I should have found a way even through that to, you know, because I, I think I, I still had opportunity there that I didn't take, but it was just um, when I got hit there and I couldn't breathe, I just didn't manage my breathing properly. And, yeah. You know, so did you fatigue? The the last, next to, the yeah. last, I, was, I was in a lot of pain. Right. But, but the last round, um, yeah, I, I, you know. I you, you, you were telling me about after this, so you, you lose the fight and, you, you know, but, but you, want, you knew your reward was coming. Which is after yeah, McDonald's. You... <laughs> that's, that's I couldn't wait for that. That's that's the that's what I got angry about the most because like at the end of the fight, um, I was still look. People said it was still a good fight. I was still mm. at the distance. I was, I was happy with all that, but um, I would have liked just to you know if I would have probably just controlled my breathing a little bit or yeah. you know I don't know. Hindsight's great. Was he bigger? Uh, same, we're the same. Oh, same stuff, yeah. Yeah. But he, look, he fought a great. <laughs> That's why Ben, I'm not going to fight you because you're taller, your reach is more. It's not, it's not a fair fight. <laughs> also, in my head, I forget there's clear weight divisions. It's not like you just come up against a guy who's 150 kilos <laughs> or 100. He was, he was, he was 20 years younger than me, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So he was 10. <laughs> 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 no, he's 63. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, but, but the thing is, great. he's a great guy. So it's, as soon as the fight finished, we hugged and stuff. And, and to this day, I still have a lot of respect for him. And, and so, yeah, you were saying at McDonald's you can really enjoy because oh, yeah, sorry, so much the, pain. Yeah? yeah, and that's the only thing, the only thing, the, the ribs, the reason, it, it, and it annoyed me the most because I had happened sparring in another gym. I shouldn't have gone to the other gym and sparred because, ah. yeah, and, uh, and I was fatigued sparring. And they put a fresh guy in, and they shouldn't have let it happen. So, uh, but anyway, and you don't like saying no. You know? Yeah. So yeah. So that's when they got cracked uh, yeah, originally. Fuck. So it was three weeks earlier. So I hope they're he- healing more until then. But you know, it's ribs are. Uh, my my mum's had her ribs in it. They take forever. Oh yeah. They're still. I still can't sleep on it. They're so but delicious, you, though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so getting back to what Dill was saying, so uh, so when he hit me there, it was just I re-injured it. I, I couldn't breathe, so I was in so much pain after the fight. But all I wanted, I couldn't wait for the fight to be finished, so I could have McDonald's, <laughs> right? So we go back after the fight, we get McDonald's. But I was in so much pain, I couldn't enjoy it. What did you so, order? Hey, a family box. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know what it, what's in it. What's in a family box? Uh, it's burgers. like four, yeah, and like oh, two, so four, drinks? four drinks, yeah, four two, drinks, two, two large chips, two. Well, I mean, I don't know. I should say. <laughs> um, how, and so, yeah, you ended up. You did raise money. Uh, yep, uh, it was yep. like one thousand eight hundred something. Uh, yeah, all up, I probably raised over two thousand. That's uh, but I orig- originally was doing it for white ribbon. Yes, uh, raising money and stuff. And there was money that raised that I don't know who like with the names because I did through. Uh, radio stations and stuff, and I mm-hmm. just do it directly. So um, I raised uh, yeah eighteen uh, something just through uh, directly with the f- yeah yeah that um, through sort of um, uh, through Facebook and and stuff. But yeah. other people donated, like Danny McGinley donated um, 
directly and a few people donated directly. Yeah, to, nice. But yeah. So um so did you I just son- suddenly realise felt like shit. <laughs> As you mentioned a mate of ours who's donated, I'm like, no, I probably should have donated. <laughs> did you son win his fight? Uh no, no. So how did he go? Uh he he did really well. The guy you fought's a great fighter. Uh, but he did really well. They all love him now because. Uh, was he, or your son just punching the air the whole time? And the guy was just walking around. That's so strange. I've never noticed that about Tyson. I'm going to ask him tonight when I see him at the gig. <laughs> yeah. But he actually won an award, Tyson, for the night. So, oh, cool. Yeah. What was that? So, um, best I'll, boxing name. No, nah, yeah. Nah. Best, best blind boxer. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, because uh, the first round, like the guy was like all over in the first round. And tough guy, man. I, I, was, I was surprised how tough he was, Tyson. Yeah, yeah. right. So when you say around, he's like, he had his. Got up and this guy was just throwing punches. Yeah, well, this guy, um, yeah, he, he was a lot more experienced uh, than yep. Tyson and stuff. So when the, because I think Tyson was used to sparring, so the yeah. bell rang. So Tyson's like moving this guy forward, right? Yeah, so it's like, oh, and, yep. hit, and honestly, the the first round he hit him probably about. I felt like I was, I'm, it was horrible to watch for me. Yeah, I was going to ask, as yeah. a dad, you're there to protect your child, right? That's like mm-hmm. an instinct, and then you you're witnessing. Your son in a physical fight. What's the what's a, what's going through your head then? Uh, well, it was stuff like I've watched him spar for like you know for a while, and you know it's, uh, I've watched friends spar. I've sparred with friends. So stuff, just so. for my own clarity, what's the when you say spar? What is what is that? That's just like you have a like a, in a, a trainer? bath with bubbles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but, but that's in training. So, it's, so it's what like, is it like? Is it just basically is it like fight? telling you that punches are coming? No, no, no. no, no, you, no. you have a pretty much fight. Yeah. Within the gym, okay, but it's more controlled because, like, if someone gets a bit too um, aggressive, you know, yeah, they think, okay, slow. Because you got the helmets on, you know, yeah, so you got and helmets he, on, and then yeah, 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 yeah. So it's but it's, you're just pretty, isn't it? Just you're in a ring and you're just not going. You're going seventy percent. No, you, sometimes you go one hundred percent. Oh, yeah. The only difference is if if someone's starting to get like in the corner, you just say, okay, just. Back, back off, yeah. Yeah, because you put them in people at different levels and, and stuff like that. Okay, so. right, right, right. Different yeah. reaches, blah, blah, blah. So, right. do, you think, do you think it's something Dill and I could do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Do you think it's something that Dill wants to do? <laughs> 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 well, but, but I get back to what you say, but it's like watching, and, you know, people talk about boxing, but, you know, look, it, it can be a violent sport, but you know, so have a lot of other sports violent. And I watched, um, I, when Tyson was younger, he was playing football. And, um, you know, I've watched some kids go down in football and oh, they feel yep. sick and it's it's horrible feeling. Because um, quite often they're getting blindsided because at least you're prepared yeah, to yeah. fight. In footy, sometimes when you see like one 15-year-old take out the back of the head of oh. another 15-year-old. You know, so it's it's like all of us. So with most most of the time you see them, you, you know that they know how to defend themselves and they do it, you know, so you, you sort of get used to watching them. Sort of, but that was the first time I seen Tyson get hit so many times, oh, fine, and yeah. and he had blood. It's funny because his oh. mom, his mum said, um, uh, you know, I said, oh, he'll be fine, he'll be fine. Don't you know? Don't panic about it. He had blood just coming out of his mouth, his nose, his face was covered in blood. And then my wife rings me. She goes, "How's Tyson going?" I'm going, "He's good. He's good. Fight's <laughs> <laughs> still going. I'll give you a call back. Yeah, he, he's good. He, well, he, he can't, can't see now, <laughs> but for different reasons because it's just." Filled his eyes with blood, you know. But uh, at the end of the fight, he's uh, his opponent come over and hugged me. He goes, "I'm going to jump in the ring for a second there." You know? Really? So he and, went to um, town. Right. And I said, "Man, I said it was, it was hard to watch." He goes, "But he said, man, he goes, I thought he was like a zombie. He just kept coming at me." You know? Yeah, so, right. But, um, what was the award he won? Uh, of best effort, I think. So, yeah, yeah, because right. he kept coming. So he went the distance. And right. the, the second, how many rounds? Three. Three. The, the, the next two rounds were, were fine. He just got like. Yeah, shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that his first fight? Fight? Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Wow, that's one to remember. (laughs) But he loved it. He was, you know, and well, he's probably still delirious. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, (laughs) (laughs) it's the same feeling I had after the marathon. Going, yeah, that was great. Let's go again. And then, like a month later, go fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. Oh man! So uh, what? Uh, I mean, I guess we never got this stat out. How much weight did you lose between like the train, the two months of training? Because you started shrinking. Yeah, twenty nine point nine. Fuck! In two months? In hell! Yeah. Well, probably three all up. Three. three. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Three months, nearly wow. thirty kilos, like ten yeah. kilos, and we. I mean, what was the diet like during that time? Uh, I still like. I, I still like like junk food, but not okay. Not what about the much. bourbon and coke? You love a bourbon and coke? Scotch. Scotch, scotch, yeah. Coke. No, I didn't drink at all. Okay, um, so you just cut out drinking. All cut together. out drinking. Cut out drinking for three months, and then food kind of main, like not not really controlled, but like junk food, whatever you felt like. Yeah, well, it's a, I don't know if you know because uh, I train at the Alice Gym, and uh, they're the sons of Les Alice. 
Uh, no. old, yeah. yeah, but he was world champion, five-time world champion. Oh, yes, yes, that. But, that but, yeah, but Lester actually said to me, and I've known Lester, I've known the Dallas family for for a while, great family. Um, but Lester actually said, because I said, I miss my junk food. He said, you can still have it, but, you know, just sort of go about eating and then, they have, you know, it's like a reward sort of thing. So, so I still like junk food, but just moderation. Right. And then I try to sort of stack up on and, and how much were you training? Every day. Every like, day. What, 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 give us a quick, I mean, you need to start wrapping up, but I'm curious because boxing is something that I know my brother loves doing. Uh, so uh, many people talk about it as a really all-round good workout. So. Yeah, and I'd really, like, I've talked about it, like, uh, when my mate, one of my uh, dear mates, Tim, did it at uni, and he, he moved from the country, moved to the city, struggled making that difference, and he started just boxing, and... It changed him. Like, I just remember he did a six-week course at uni. They had a, a professional. He just goes, I'm doing a course. And he really got into it. And I feel that sometimes for me, it's like, I'd love to get into Like, I genuinely would love to get into it. But more for the fact is, I think I'm more excited about the training than the sparring itself. Yeah. Like, cause well, you, you don't have to spar. You don't have to spar, but I think that level of, like, I'd love to, you know, because with anything, you know, uh, you build up a bit of aggression. I, I love the idea of, like, I remember I do, you know, even the pad work, I, you mm. know, it felt good. But the idea that you're in a room and also, like, the strategic element of it, mm. that you're like, oh, here's an opponent. What's their like? How do I attack it? How do I defend myself? What am I learn? What am I going to put in practice? Because it's so quick mm. that the only way you can actually do it, it has to come instinctually to you. And the only way you can do that in the ring is to have done all the training. Yeah. And yeah. I just I'm fa- I'm fascinated by that process, uh, and then going through that. But again, you need time. Yeah, you do need time. But uh, but also too, it's like it's hard training. Uh, I always ever since I was younger, I said it was probably one of the best trainings that you can do if you want to lose weight and get fit. Uh, the first couple of weeks is t- the toughest because your your whole body you just wants to give up. And, yeah. And mm. stuff. So you just got to push yourself through that and get get in the mindset that you know you're going to be in pain. For that sort of, you know, whatever, however long you're training. Because I, the little bit that I did, even just like one boxing class, like my, my, I, cause I've never thrown a punch, like my wrists were hurting just from yeah, like yeah. I, lifting my hand up after a little bit was like too hard to yeah. keep the hands <laughs> up going. So you're right. Like I didn't want, I didn't go back, I think, cause I just found it so exhausting. Because oh, you've never been in a fight fight, have you? No, no, no. Okay. No. Okay. No. You want to punch me, don't you? No, no, I just think this is an opportunity for us to get into the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so so you, that's what you would advise to people, just like know that it's going to be painful for a couple of weeks. But then does it get to that point with anything, like same with running or all that? Yeah. At some point it becomes enjoyable. 100%. And, and the thing is, like, you've got to be careful for injuries. You don't want to get, like, injuries. So if you've got an injury, you let them know. So What are the most common injuries when you go boxing? Oh, like, head damage. No, no, there's, there's lots of things. Well, like, like with me, because I'm, you know, because of my age, because I'm 83 now. Um, <laughs> Just during this podcast. <laughs> but uh, I, was, I was getting injured getting out of the car. You know, I had so many right. injuries. Right. So I had to really sort of maintain uh, my injuries. But my knuckles still, like, sore to touch my knuckles are killing me my ribs uh, yeah, wow. yeah, what about you know, your Achilles my, my back my back I gotta I gotta like uh, do some stretches my, my Achilles have been alright but okay. um, shin splints uh, so many injuries Jesus so, um, so you just gotta maintain it because it's a full body workout by yeah. the end isn't it because you're on your toes and you know you're bouncing around so it's a bit of a cardio there and then you're swinging your arms so and you're, you're getting really hit. getting the heart rate up <laughs> and then on top of that it's a strength workout as well because mm. you're, you're clenching your arms and you're you know yeah. What kind of stretching are you doing? Uh, I, I should do more stretching. I'm like mm, the, the same, same uh, deal. Always, yeah. yeah always, I, but uh, but I just do like sort of basic stretches. Like, and the, what I do is also too when you start off, we normally start off with something sort of light, like say skipping, or you just do like shadow, which is just moving around, getting right. your body moving. So just to, to warm your body up in going through those motions. So um, so when you actually get right into it, you're already right. sort of you're, you're limbered up. Yeah, you're limbered up a little bit. So where to from here? Now that you've done that first one back, have you got the bug again? Do you reckon you're gonna? Have um, you been um, keeping up the training? Yeah, I have. Not 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 full on like I was. I, I've still been training. Um, I would have trained today if I didn't come here. Um, Mate, don't so, look at so us so like thanks, it's like guys. our fault. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, can't uh, wait to see Chunky <laughs> Chapel uh, next year again. <laughs> <laughs> We can call that the episode name Chunky Jam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I might fight again. I might fight again. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And uh, th- uh, well, yeah, thank yeah. you so much so, for coming and sacrificing the, no, <laughs> the, the training session. Yeah, that's great. Um, but yeah, it is. I, I really love always talking to you about it. It is quite great. Like, one of the big things I always remember talking to you about is that. Um, the the misconception that people sometimes have, like, is you, you talk about all these 
you know, your history with, with, with sort of, you know, bad people, as you said, and now the work that you're trying to do with domestic violence and all that. And and uh, particularly, I, I remember you saying that you didn't tell a lot of your mates that you were doing comedy. Yeah. And, and that you're, you know, you felt like it was some kind of, like you had to hide that side of you. Yeah. Uh, how do you now, like, the lessons that you've learned from that, that sort of understanding, like, oh, you can just be yourself. Like, you don't have to pretend to be, you know, this idea of masculinity, I guess, is the thing that a lot of people are talking about these days about what is toxic masculinity, what is a good amount of masculinity. Have you found any lessons in that that you then, you, you know, you, you chat to your son about it, go, about like being true to yourself? Yeah, it's funny because especially like uh, my son, he's almost like people, when they see him, they say he's so different. Uh, to me, in, in how sort of, uh, oh, well, I had no idea. We, yeah, well, yeah, like it was amazing. Got, yeah, but but I'm very similar too. So people don't, um, you know, I'm actually quite, believe it or not, like when I was younger and stuff, mm. I was quite nerdy. I, I love games. Uh, yeah, you know, I grew up sort of. Uh, but then when you sort of start, you know, hanging with different people, people have a uh, an image of you, right? That they start for lack to, of a better word, the wrong crowd. Yeah, as the and, people, and look, yeah. and there is there is a side of me that is what Ben was saying before. Uh, some guys uh, from comedy call it Footscray Dougie. They yeah, seem to yeah. get upset a couple of times. They say, "Oh, right. it's Footscray Dougie coming out." Right, because gotcha. but, but it's not me. It's you know, but it is that. It's like a defense mechanism. Yeah, yeah it's a, and yeah. that's what it is. It's it's a, uh, you know, it's your walls that you you build up, and then you know when someone sort of you feel like you're being threatened, you know that's your defense. So, but um, yeah, there is that side of me that you know, um, you know, is quite nerdy. Yeah, not, you know. So yeah. when I grew up, you know, like, and empathetic loved, and sensitive, and all yeah, those things. Yeah, I loved that... Star Wars growing up, and I just wanted. When I was a little kid, I just wanted to be left alone, and you know, enjoy yeah. my things. But because people pick on you, they almost like bring a different side of you out, right? That that I really didn't want to be, right? Um, Which does shape up the fact that you know where you are. It's like the environment you live in does really shape who you are. Yeah. So you know, and especially with a lot of the young men that you've been working with in the past years, and the same with my partner, is that. You know, it, it, the environment you're in, if you don't have that support network, it's a real it, it's a, a real setback. You have to do even twice, if not three times the amount of work to get to a place that you feel good and comfortable and that you're proud of yourself. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, credit to you for being able to go through what, you know, coming back from a violent, you know, uh, upbringing to, you know, being who you are today. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. But but, but same way you say with, like, masculinity, what, what's yeah. sort of a, a good amount of stuff. You know, I don't think there's any. I think it's it's what I say to to, to my son. You know, you just be you, what you enjoy doing. You know, mm. be nice to people, be good to people. Mm. You know, and that that's what I want to do. And it's, it's like I did feel like I had to hide comedy because you yeah. know there's a lot of friends and stuff. And the same as when I did acting and stuff, yeah, and they, yeah, they sort yeah. of sit there and they go, "What, what are you doing?" Yeah, you know. But I even feel now with like that's what Nikki Webster says. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but even now with union stuff, even with when I'm with like uh, different groups, I'm 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 embarrassed to say that. You know, I've got like degrees and stuff. You know, would you reckon within the comedy community? You no, sh- not so much comedy. No, right. In comedy, I can be more open because people yeah. sort of know me and that. Anyway, and everyone's you know. so varied anyway. The yeah, totally. we work yeah. with they come from all walks of lives. But, yeah. but there's be some parties I go to with some like old friends and stuff, and you know, you know that none of them had like uh, like high education stuff. Mm. Almost, uh, you don't want to talk about it because you, you don't want people thinking like you're better than them, yeah, or they you think, know, oh, just, you, you think you're cooler yeah, than so us. I'm almost like, embarrassed sometimes yeah, like, that's uh, really about you, it. Which is I always hate when you go to a party and then the first person goes, well, what do you do for a living? Which nine out of ten times, they may take a genuine interest, but when I feel like it's the first question, they just want to size you up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And with uh, you studying psychology and stuff like that, do you do you see a psychologist yourself or anything like that? Uh, well, I started uh, to do my proposal for my PhD, and uh, so I'd probably like to go do that sometime. Well, that's uh, and, another ten years, no, uh, three, three, four <laughs> okay, years. Okay. But, yeah, uh, and then maybe later on do psychology, maybe yeah. twice a week or something. Didn't, didn't but, you do a placement at, at a prison? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did, How much um, time do we have? We've <laughs> actually got to wrap it up. We're okay. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah. but that, all right, we'll, we'll have, have to get it. you back, Dougie. Yeah, absolutely. This has been fun. Man, yeah. Wow. But thanks so much, man. What do you have to plug? So we know Tuesdays at the Comics Lounge. Tuesdays at the Comics Lounge. Can I just plug it as well for you, Dougie? It's a great night. Like, it's a real, you've been doing it for how many years? Oh, man. Mondays, I start off Mondays, now yeah. it's Tuesdays, but I've been doing it like, I think, 14 years. Or 14 yeah, years. It's years. a great way. Uh, Dylan and I get up quite a bit. Um, yeah. And then, you know, little, hellier, like, they all pop up to try new material. Yeah, and it's a great night. 
I love how uh, you mean Tommy Little, but it sounded like a nickname for Peter Hellier. Little Hellier. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, yeah. And so it's actually the crowds have been fucking bumping yeah, this. Yeah. That, that, like, on, on Tuesday, we both were there. Yeah. Me and Lomas were there. And yeah, it was a pumping night. Yeah. So that you got that to plug. Anything else? Your website or anything like that? Um, oh, I can go to my YouTube. I need more yeah. subscribers. Yeah, so I'll, put, I'll put some little videos up there, but I'm going to be doing more videos. So. Yeah, great. Yeah. So okay, cool. What's Doug, the handle? YouTube? Doug Chappell. With how many P's and L's? Uh, double P-E-L. Double P yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow yeah, me the, on social media. Yeah, fantastic. What is your Instagram? Uh, Doug Chapel. Great. Or Doug Chapel Jr., JR, one of them. I don't know. Or maybe, <laughs> both, maybe both, I don't know. The new king. Okay. The junior who's like fucking four, 70 years old. <laughs> uh, you can find me in Lomas at uh, Ben Lomas Comic or Dilruk J and also Fitbit Pod for all our socials. Please subscribe. and Please I'll subscribe. Please share the pod. Uh, if you like this episode, so share it with a friend uh, we love the reviews uh, keep throwing the reviews and again uh, the best way to contact us is uh, via Instagram page and my new tour starts uh, very sure well in, in Perth uh, and goes around the country it's called Victorious Lion uh, details on comedy.com.au and my show Love Handles is on sale oh, now oh wow for Melbourne so for Melbourne uh, 10 shows only uh, and again uh, come watch it it's uh, my way of trying to get to my goal weight and We've been discussed this off here, but are we doing a live pod? Uh, we are doing a live pod. Are we? Yes, we are. <laughs> oh, you're doing a Yes, ladies and gentlemen, exciting news. We don't have a venue. We don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> but late last year, we put one together in two weeks, right? right so, it was great. And so people now, showed up. So, uh, oh, my God, <laughs> big announcement. Big shows, love handles, you know your we're show. Do, we're doing four live shows. <laughs> 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 Why not? And a, and a boxing fight. No, we're not doing that. No, we're not. workings of the Bed podcast. This, this is literally how we organize things. <laughs> All right, we'll get on to that. Yeah, hopefully, we'll do some live show. But, folks, uh, thank you, um, uh, Dougie Chapel, for coming and sharing so openly. We really oh. appreciate it, mate. Oh, thanks, Sammy, guys. See you at the gig fun. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, guys. Bye.